You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you're indeed Locked On Magic. Today is June 25th, 2018. My name is Philip Rossman-Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. You can, of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr-omd. Today's episode, going to look back all the way back to the NBA draft last week. We had our big episode Friday where I, I chatted with Zach Oliver and Danny Thompson all about the NBA draft and what it means for the Orlando Magic moving forward. Touched on a little bit of free agency in that episode. You can go back onto the archives on iTunes, Stitcher, tune in all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast enabled listening device to listen to that episode once again it's well worth your time a good hour long episode there we'll talk a little bit more about free agency tomorrow start turning the page looking forward to uh, the next phase of the offseason because of course the draft is just one part of the offseason but Friday, the Orlando Magic introduced Muhammad Bamba, Melvin Frazier, and Justin Jackson to the media. I unfortunately, was not there, but I will play some sound from Mo, from Mo Bamba and Jeff Weltman coming up on today's show as we break down the Mo Bamba draft pick. Had some time to sit and rest and think about it over the weekend, so we'll talk all about that on today's episode of Locked On Magic. Before we do that, though, I do want to remind everyone that you can check out the other great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network just by searching Locked On and your favorite team. Every NBA team, every NFL team, and a growing number of MLB teams are there to get you through the summer. So if you want the local experts talking about your favorite teams, the Locked On Podcast Network is your place to go. It, it really wasn't too much of a surprise when the Orlando Magic made Mohamed Bama the sixth overall pick in Thursday's NBA draft. Trey Young was off the board, a very popular pick for Orlando. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks and Atlanta Hawks uh, completing a trade with essentially Dallas trading up to get Luka Doncic knowing that, with the Hawks knowing that Trey Young would be there for them at five. But overall, Orlando has to come away pleased with this draft pick. Um, every every mock draft that I that I ran into, uh, if if something crazy didn't happen, always left me with the choice of of Trey Young and Muhammad Bamba. And honestly, when I evaluated that choice and, and I was making that choice, I just kept saying to myself, I do not envy the GM that has to make this choice because it is not an easy choice. In reality. What, what I see in Mo Bamba, what I see in this pick is the ability to change the team's defensive identity just by his mere presence, just by him being on the floor. The Orlando Magic's defense has now suddenly changed. Yes, this is about his 7'10 wingspan, the lar- longest wingspan ever recorded at the NBA Draft Combine, but it's a little bit more than that. As you dig in a little bit deeper into Bamba, you see a player who has great defensive instincts. This isn't a guy that just uses his his size to block shots that helps him. He knows he knows how to use it. It's not just him being in the right place at the right time. He puts himself in the right place. This is a guy who really gets it defensively and the numbers bear that out. Averaged more than 10 rebounds per game, had a double-double 12 points, 10 rebounds per game at Texas, also nearly 4 blocks per game. This guy just gets in the way and again, really makes you think, really makes you understand where he's gonna, where he has to be on the floor. Don't take my word for it, though. Let's listen to Jeremy Wu of Sports Illustrated. He covers the NBA draft and the NBA draft prospects for Sports Illustrated. He was on the Locked On podcast. He was on the Locked On NBA podcast as part of our Locked On NBA podcast uh, mock draft, and he analyzed Muhammad Bamba's game. Mo Bamba is a guy who obviously has very intriguing potential on the defensive side of the ball. 
you know, with a seven foot ten measured wingspan. You know, he'd be one of the biggest guys in the NBA right away. You know, he can move a little bit. You know, he has an interesting athletic profile. Uh, so I think clearly the upside is there for him to become a guy you build a defense around. I think the rest of his game is worth, you know, wondering about. Um, you know, you, obviously we've seen the videos of him sort of improving his jumper. You know, we know that he's working on the right stuff. Uh, but my question isn't so much level, but just his feel uh, and whether he becomes a guy he can throw the ball into on the inside. Uh, but I think if he's able to hit an open three and if he can finish lobs and has enough of an offensive skill set to where you can use him in a few different ways, I think he's going to be extremely valuable. Uh, so, you know, Bamba is an upside pick. I think there's risk if he never becomes an impact offensive player, but clearly he will give you some defensive impact. And that offensive part of his game, of course, is something that will continue to develop. We've all seen the videos of him working out with uh, his trainer, Drew Hanlon, uh, really redeveloping his his shooting stroke, stepping out to three-point line, making three-pointers at a pretty impressive clip. Of course, that's in an empty gym. We'll know a little bit more about that in early July when we get to see Bamba out on the floor. I was looking at the Summer League schedule. Mark your calendars. Goes up against Jaron Jackson Jr. and the Memphis Grizzlies in this Magic second game on July 8th. And then goes up against DeAndre Ayton and the Phoenix Suns in the Magic's third game on July 9th. So, Mohamed Bamba will be tested in a very good way, I think, at Summer League. But, you know, uh, there is a lot of promise and a lot of potential in Mohamed Bamba. I think that this was clearly the best player on the board when the Magic were picking at six. It's a player that fits the Weltman profile, the Weltman, Weltman Hammond profile. Um, they like guys that are long, and there's no one longer in this draft or any draft in recent memory quite like Muhammad Bamba. Uh, so he obviously fits that bill, and it's now going to be about him getting on the court and putting in the work. Clearly, from what we've seen this summer, what we've seen in, in the development, and in, in just even in an empty gym, it's very clear his shot has taken a step forward. What's very clear is that this kid is willing to put in the work. And as Jeff Weltman said, as Mohamed Bamba said, this is a guy that wants to work hard and make good for his team. Well, to me, free draft is all about just finding, you know, bettering myself each day in any way I could. And uh, I was finally able to, to develop at the rate and, and develop at things that I wanted to. And it was just awesome. But, you know, there, there was actually no other, no other time in my life like free draft because of how, 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 how much of a professional I've become in just everything. Yeah, we think Mo has, you know, the potential to be one of the elite defenders in the league. Um, obviously, he's going to have to work hard to get there, and it will take some time. But, uh, you know, the comparisons often get made with him and Rudy Gobert. Um, you know, he's got, he will be the longest player in the NBA, 7'10 wingspan. And um, he's already, in his short time playing in college, proven to be an elite-level shot blocker. And he's got good feet. He's a smart player. Um, he's a, you know, I, I always say this to you guys, but it's true. You know, we don't just draft the player, we draft the person. And he's a unique individual who um, happens to be a unique basketball player as well. That was Mohamed Bamba and Jeff Weltman from Draft Night on Thursday night. Obviously, the theme continues to grow that it is about defense with both of these players, that with, with this player, with Mohamed Bamba. It is about what he brings on the defensive end, just from a physical standpoint and from a mental standpoint, too, honestly. The, uh, I think what Bamba said there um, about 
approaching his pre-draft process professionally, as as really digging into his game and working working to improve it, even in the months from even in the three months since the college basketball season ended. I think we will see those improvements come, and it seems like Bamba has the has the character makeup, has the personality, and and just really has the ability to be a, a really strong player uh, in this league. Certainly on the defensive end, the offensive end, of course, remains a work in progress. But you know, uh, we we entered this draft saying. Orlando needed to find a difference maker, needed to find a star, and, and this was a draft that a lot of people pegged as a draft with several stars, and, and that was a conversation that dominated most of the season as the Magic were jockeying or not jockeying for draft positioning. Regardless of any of that, I think it is safe to say that Orlando did come away with an impact player in this draft. It might be unfair to put all of this on a, a 19, 20-year-old kid, guy who's only played one year of college basketball. But but you can see from the way everyone talks about him too, Muhammad Bamba has the potential to be a defensive difference maker in this league. It has been six years since Orlando traded Dwight Howard away. Six years in August. And it has been a long six years. Six years where every draft we come to it, and this draft is no exception, every draft we come to it and say, the Magic need to get their star, their next star. Victor Oladipo struggled in that role with the team, and then part of it might be that the team the Magic built around him, it took him five years to get there and three teams to become the star that he is today. Aaron Gordon is, is maybe a budding star, but not a sure thing at all. His development is ongoing. Mario Zonia kind of petered and flamed out, not able to make good on this mix of athleticism and shooting. Jonathan Isaac still, who knows what he can be. I think it's safe to say, though, in analyzing all of those draft picks over the last six years, I think it's safe to say, though, that none of them had what looked like an elite skill. There was the potential for growth. There was, there was a lot of optimism, a lot of hope in them. But none of them had the elite skill that stars usually have. Mo Bamba, coming out of Texas, has a few elite skills. He is a great shot blocker. He is a good defender. And that's something to build around. That is something truly to build around. Now you can begin to form an identity. Because now you have a centerpiece in place. Again, maybe this is too much pressure to put on the kid, to put on Muhammad Bamba to say, you're our go-to guy. You're the guy. At the same time, though, drafting him, and you could say this about a lot of, a lot of players. I think you'd say this about Trey Young. Drafting him automatically changes the game for the Magic. Nikola Vucevic doesn't protect the rim like Muhammad Bamba does. Bismack Biombo, they signed him to be a rim protector. But I don't think you build a defense around him the way that you might be able to with Muhammad Bamba. As a guy who can switch out and, and guard on the perimeter a little bit. Can use his length to disrupt passing lanes, to recover and block shots. is a great shot blocker, but he does not have great length. He uses his timing and anticipation, which you know I think arguably has been off over the last few years. Bamba doesn't need that. Bamba can rely on positioning and length. 
to block shots. He can make a mistake and recover because he has the physical tools to do so. The question is, will he have the smarts to limit his mistakes? And will he have the smarts to be that anchor defensively that a Dwight Howard was? Make no mistake about it. This is a pick that defines the Magic now. This is a pick that will set their their course in motion for the future. This is a pick they can truly, truly, truly build around in a way that none of their picks over the last six years fit that bill. Orlando does have an identity now. They want to be a switching defensive team with Bamba as their anchor protecting the rim, with Jonathan Isaac able to switch out on any on any position, Aaron Gordon potentially also switching on switching out positions. There's an emphasis on length in this draft, and that's no coincidence. Orlando, it seems, sees a future defensively in throwing a ton of athletes with length out there and daring you to find the mismatch, to find the guy that you can beat. Yes, Orlando still has plenty of holes. The Magic's offense does not look so great right now, unless Bamba truly becomes that deep threat that they've missed. And even then, why do you want him that far away from the basket so often? Orlando still lacks a go-to creator. But, as Jeff Waltman, I think, said on Thursday, Rome wasn't built in a day. The Magic weren't going to solve all their problems in one draft. They still need a little bit of time. And Mo Bamba will have that time. No one's expecting Orlando to be a dominant defensive force one year in. Maybe Steve Clifford does. Steve Clifford is a great defensive coach. He will get this team coached up, and he has a defensive center, a defensive anchor to help them get there. But this is a big pick. It is a culture-setting pick, no doubt. Because Bamba can be a huge difference maker. He can be a big change maker for this team and its identity and its culture. We'll see just how much of a change he can possibly be right away in summer league in a lot of ways. And Bamba still has to put on strength. He's still kind of thin and can get pushed around. But what centers are bullying people in the post these days? Bamba might just be the center that's come around at the right time. Athletic and agile on the perimeter. And able to do just enough on the, on the glass. And certainly blocking shots as well. That might be what the ideal center is now. There's only so many Joel Embiid's and DeMarcus Cousins out there and Marcus Sauls out there. And maybe Mo Bamba can stay on the floor because of his ability to defend everywhere. There's definitely a lot of intrigue and a lot of interest in Mo Bamba and obviously this is going to be a huge storyline for the next year is exactly how much Mo Bamba can change this franchise's outlook. It is a lot of pressure. This is the franchise that drafted Shaq and Dwight Howard. Mo Bamba wants to follow in that lineage. He doesn't seem willing to shy away from it either. He wants that pressure, it seems like. He knows the legacy with this franchise. And so now we wait for Summer League, for the regular season. We wait to see just what he can become. But the promise is there that he will truly change the Orlando Magic.
I want to close up today's show with one more clip from Jeremy Wu in our Locked On NBA mock draft. Melvin Frazier was taken in the first round. Um, I'm a big fan of Melvin Frazier. I noted him in my in my uh, post on second round targets. Great defender. Again, really long. Only Keita Bates Diop measured longer than him among guards at the NBA Draft Combine. Really good driver. Still developing his offensive game, although I would say it's a little more developed than Wessa Wundu's was last year. Better three-point shooter. Shot around 38% from beyond the arc last year after shooting less than 30% the previous two years. So he's getting better at his three-point shot. But let's hear from Jeremy Wu of Sports Illustrated for a little bit more on Melvin Frazier. Melvin Frazier is an intriguing pick in the late first round. Uh, you know, super long, super athletic, uh, very good defensively in terms of recovery. Uh, I don't know how great he is on the ball in terms of consistency and taking away angles, but in terms of being able to, you know, pick up a variety of assignments, uh, you know, generate steals, make plays, I think he can do that. Um, my big question with Frazier is offensively, what's he going to give you? You know, he has to be able to continue to hit open threes. Um, you know, he has to, you know, rein in some of his shots, uh, make better decisions. Uh, I don't know how much of a feel he has for scoring. Uh, so you're taking him looking, you know, for a defensive-minded role player. And I think he can be that. But I also think as a guy who's, you know, going to turn 22 in August, um, there's reason to be skeptical in terms of what he might develop into in terms of upside. Melvin Frazier certainly an interesting pick. We'll talk a little bit more about him down the road. I'm going to watch a little bit more tape on him, hopefully analyze his game a little bit more. But from what I've seen, again, natural defensive instincts, like Jeremy said there, great length for recovery, works really well off the ball, was a good picked up four steals, I think, in a, in a game at the NBA Draft Combine, for whatever that's worth. Um, but really good instincts off the ball, really good defensive instincts, obviously got the length. His shooting is coming around, although I agree with Jeremy, there's there's probably a little bit of concern about what his upside is, but you don't draft guys in the second round necessarily thinking they're going to be star players. You're not going to put the ball in his hands. So long as he can hit open threes, he'll be fine. He'll be an interesting 3 and D type guy, but that's the part of his game he really has to develop. I'm excited to see him play at Summer League, I think. Uh, the battle between him and Wessa Wundu could be really, really interesting overall as we head into camp. Um, but uh, I really like Melvin Frazier. I had him on my radar as the second round approached. I'm really interested to see what he can do and whether he can fit into what the Magic are trying to do as well. So definitely an interesting, interesting pick. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. You can, of course, follow us on Twitter at Locked On Magic. Like us on Facebook at Locked On Magic. And subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, all the fun places you download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. And for the latest on the Orlando Magic, including more analysis of the Muhammad Bamba pick, check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com. We'll be turning to free agency here in just a moment. Talk a little bit about free agency on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Magic. I'll probably lay out what the Magic's free agency plan is or, or what they need to accomplish or what's going to actually happen in free agency because a lot of it's going to be uh, determined by what happens with Aaron Gordon. So we'll take a look at all that starting tomorrow on the podcast. But until then, this has been Philip Rossman-Reich of Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic. Be sure to check out the other great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. My thanks to Jeremy Wu and Locked On NBA for being uh, on for you know his contributions, and of course check out his work at Sports Illustrated. That's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic. This has been Philip Rossman Reich. I will see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. 
part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.